Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Nova podcast. My name is Ailish and I'm also known as the Nova Coach. It is now episode 29. I cannot believe it. Um, so in this episode today, I'm going to speak about internalised learning and how we can better put our learning into action, be it from a video, a book, from something we're listening to. And I just felt like it was something that is current at the moment because I think we're consuming a lot of information right now. And I'm noticing when I'm in a conversation with people talking about books that I've read or they have read, sometimes we often forget about different parts of what we've read or even if it's a video we've watched or a documentary or an audiobook we've listened to. We can often miss information, like we can forget information that we've learned and it just sparked an idea in me to do this podcast episode. So let's begin with the basics. What is internalized learning? So anyone who's a teacher right now will know exactly what I'm talking about. So memorizing information for a test is motivated by achieving an excellent grade. Whereas internalizing information is about allowing information to make a change in your life, your habits, your belief systems and your behaviors. And why is it important that we're internalizing any learning or knowledge that we are consuming? So the reason why it's important is because when we read or watch or listen, the goal is for us to be bettering ourselves for having consumed it. And have you ever, yourself, have you ever read or watched a documentary or a video and thought, hmm, I must read that again or I must watch that again because I didn't pick up everything. So that's really common. And it's obviously a little flag to you or maybe it's your intuition telling you that you haven't quite grasped the whole concept or there's something you're missing and you want to go back and learn it again, which is, again, you recognizing that you haven't internalized it completely. So you are then convincing your brain that the information is worthy to move from short-term memory to long-term memory. And internalizing knowledge and information is a learning process but it's also a practice. We have to put it into practice. So I'm going to share with you ways to actually internalize learning from reading a book, from watching a documentary, from listening to, listening to an audiobook. And these are ways that you can certainly start implementing into your life beginning today, starting tomorrow, and start practicing them and share them with your friends if you want. But I think it's really important that we're able to put it into practice what we're consuming and making sure that it's worthwhile and making it fun as well in the process. Why not? So step one of internalizing what you're learning, have a creative note-taking process. So it could be the very cliche underlining highlighting if you are reading a book. But 
when you're taking notes, making sure that you're writing them in your own words to help you understand. Mind mapping can often help, as we know that from our traditional exams in school. If you're from Ireland, you'll know Junior Cert and Leaving Cert. If you're from England, you'll know the GCSEs and A-levels. Not quite sure what they're called in America and further afield, but I think you catch my drift. And there's so many different ways of note-taking. I think allowing yourself to maybe make a combination of words and pictures if you are a visual learner, but exploring different note-taking techniques. That could be a really effective way for you to start making connections to your life when you're learning something and it makes it more relatable. And then often when we do mind mapping, the visual spatial arrangement of the notes on the paper are triggers for memory association in the brain. So if you've ever done mind mapping, often when you're trying to remember something, you can see the position of the words on the paper, if they're in the right-hand corner, left-hand corner, if in the center, the middle of the page, maybe they're in the bottom right-hand corner, the bottom left-hand corner. So having that visual spatial arrangement is a trigger for your brain and it's a trigger for that memory association. So really interesting. It's a fun fact about the brain. Another way for you to practice internalizing your learning is practicing with consistent repetition. So not cramming something in. So if you are studying at the moment and you want to make sure that you really understand it from an internalized point of view where you can put it into practice, where you're not just regurgitating something and learning it from memory, then practicing something for 15 minutes a day is much more effective consistently rather than doing something for three hours in one day. So just repetition And it's also the power of habit, right? So we know this from creating habits in our lives. So if you are studying, having a 15 minute, 20 minute window every day consistently over a period of time would be much more effective for your long term memory and your internalizing of the learning compared to just cramming in one day. Um, A third way would be writing about the things that you read or you watch or you listen to. So when you're writing about it, be it in an article or just writing your own thoughts on your topic of choice, when you write about it, you're gaining an insight into your own learning and it's opening up your understanding of how you interpret the information and it also reinforces the ideas into our brains. So that can be a really effective way of writing things out. I'm a huge fan of writing things out like even if I'm in a meeting and I have my laptop in front of me and I could have the option of typing notes I much prefer handwriting handwritten notes I don't know why it just helps me internalize my own learning I suppose and it helps me retain information and when you write about a topic extensively over a long period of time so let's say you're choosing something to write about in a blog When you write about something specific over a long period of time extensively, that is called deep work. And when you are practicing deep work, that solidifies, again, the retention in the long-term memory. And again, you start to practice it. You're starting to 
making you're starting to see in your life it could be developing into your own behaviors and that again is your internalizing of information and learning number four is asking ourselves questions about what we are reading or listening or watching so when we're asking ourselves questions and we're really giving ourselves the time to think we are moving ourselves from passively consuming to being actively engaged so any teachers out there will completely um, relate to this like when you're in a classroom and you start asking students questions about the learning you're keeping them engaged and it's not passive so that even relates to ourselves and the way we learn so making sure that we're like having that time to think about what we're learning put the book down or press pause on the documentary or the TED talk or press pause in the audiobook that we're listening to and really just letting ourselves ask questions of what we're learning and see how it connects to our own life and to our own ambitions and goals. Number five, read, watch or listen to the content you're consuming more than once. So when you listen to something or watch something or read a book more than one time, you are giving yourself the opportunity to discover insights that may have been once overlooked from the first time or the second time you read it. So it also gives you an even greater value of the content that you are consuming. And it's giving you that chance to digest it from a different perspective, right? So if you think of, you might read a book, let's say in the year 2019, okay? And you're at a different time in your life, different learnings have happened, different circumstances, you probably have a different mindset. Whereas now, two years later, if you read that very same book a second time or a third time, you could possibly be in a very different mindset, different circumstances, you could have different relationships in your life, you could have a different job. And it's often the timing of our circumstances that can evolve around us consuming content differently and it can change the way we relate to something and then we could have that aha moment that we didn't have the first time we read the book so the, the same thing applies to when you're in a group or when you're having a conversation with even one person and you're sharing something you've read listened to or watched and you may have differing opinions on that piece of content right so let's just take a book for argument's sake if you have a book I'm not going to name any book titles in case I cause ruction with uh, my own opinions on books but let's just say we have book a okay and you and your friend are discussing book a and you think it's not really a great book you didn't get much from it but then your friend is saying, oh my God, it was life-changing. I got so much from it. And your friend can't really understand how you didn't get anything from it. But if you can look at this from a, take a step back and look at this from a different perspective, right? You could both be experiencing life in two completely different ways, coming from two different backgrounds, two different conditionings from your upbringing, from your schooling. You could also be coming from different goals that you both want to achieve right and you might revisit that book in the next five years and then you could have your aha moment so I think it's really important that when we're discussing 
um, things we are watching, we are watching, we are listening, and we are reading. That when we're sharing it with other people, and other people might differ on opinion to us, it's really important that we take it with a pinch of salt because it could be very much where we are in our lives. It doesn't necessarily determine the quality of the audiobook, the book, or the video that we have watched, or the documentary. I think everything is very subjective, and especially when we read reviews, right? Whenever you go on to um, Audible and you're reading reviews of audiobooks, any let's just like let's just take Audible Audible as an example, but anywhere, anything that you're getting a review on, even when you're looking at the bloggers online and they're giving us a review on a product that they've tried on their skin, everything is so subjective because. There are so many variables at play that could completely change their opinion and their conclusion. So also take that when it comes to consuming content, that your whatever book you're reading, whatever video documentary you're consuming or whatever audiobook you're listening to. And just acknowledging that people are coming from different walks of life and different perspectives and offering their opinion, which is really valid and really important that we open discussion. It's really healthy to have um, differing opinions and having healthy debate. That is so important. Listen, variety is a spice of life. But also for us ourselves, acknowledging that, okay, maybe I'll revisit that piece of content in another few years and it could actually provide me value in a different way. So just being aware of that also. So also, it just opens our eyes to new concepts. So you could be taking a book on the topic of self-love, right? And there could be so many books out there on the topic of self-love. But all it takes is one sentence, one chapter, one um, analogy of saying something and explaining it in a different way for you to get it, for you to really grasp what they're explaining. But it could take a different book to your best friend. But that doesn't necessarily determine that, okay, this book is five stars and your friend's book was two. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, just having an open mind for different book titles on the same topic is really important. And of course, that just aids to our different learning styles as well, doesn't it? So there we go. Um, Number six that I have here is implementing what you read, but starting small. So I think... And I'm also guilty of this. When I've learned something, I'm like, oh my God, go big or go home. Gotta go cold turkey and do this all in one go. And it just does not prove to be successful. Always biting off more than I can chew. And what I've learned is starting small is far more effective. So you could, as a suggestion, you could create a 30-day habit tracker by implementing one thing you learned from a content you've consumed be it through video audiobook or um, reading so tracking yourself implementing one new habit or one new learning one new piece of information and then reviewing it after the 30 days and seeing how effective it was and what impact it created on your life on your behaviors on your mindset on your limiting beliefs and on your relationships and it could be really interesting to see, okay, did it really create an impact or hmm, maybe it wasn't that impactful? And then again, you start another 30-day habit tracker with something else new that you've learned. And I think implementing one thing every 30 days is effective. 
and it will be lasting. It will be long lasting, you know, and you get to review and just kind of oversee what's working and what isn't. And again, it gives you the opportunity to really do that like deep work of implementing something for 30 days and seeing the impact of it. So that was number six. Number seven. So another way of internalizing what you've been learning through the different types of consuming content is communication. So some people may have heard of the litmus test. So the litmus test is a political reference and it indicates what we know already or what we understand and then it allows us to identify what gaps are showing in our understanding. So when you're communicating knowledge, it will challenge us to make information accessible and applicable. And it also allows us to really see for ourselves how much we know and how much we don't know and where the gaps are in our own understanding. And just to quote Albert Einstein, if you can't explain simply, then you don't know it well enough. So this again applies to a lot of teachers that are listening. If you can explain something in a simple way, then you can bet you know it inside out, upside down, and it's much easier for you to teach to another person. And when you discuss what you're learning, so let's say you have a book club, right? When you discuss what you're reading and you are sharing your insights with friends, colleagues, family members, You gain different insights from different perspectives, but it also amplifies the value of what you read. And again, it's helping you create that long-term memory for the topic that you're learning. And then again, it also is just a great way to connect with other people. So overall, really focusing on internalized learning, it can enrich your life It can make learning worthwhile and you can make it fun by involving others and having that connection with people. So this was a very short podcast today, very short podcast episode today, but I really wanted to touch on internalized learning and how we can often overlook it by just reading something once, watching something once, listening to something once and relying on our short-term memory that we're going to remember it but often we don't and I definitely have noticed this in what I read or any other things I consume in different um, forms I definitely have noticed this so let me know if this is helpful if this is relatable to you my song choice for this week this song guys right was on my Spotify recommendations about, I'm going to say about a month ago. It was, yeah, it was close to three weeks. I'd say it was over three weeks. And it came up on my Spotify recommendation playlist, um, Discover Weekly. So it updates every Monday. I'm sure you all have that um, Spotify playlist. And it just, Spotify tracks what you hit like on and it tracks the songs you listen to and the genres that you listen to and then every Monday it will create a playlist of what it thinks you should listen to and it it kind of it it almost um it does a sweeper 
effect of like finding all the new songs that you'd be interested in and it puts it into one playlist for you to listen to and see what song you like. And this song particularly was on my Discover Weekly playlist and I just remember literally I was like, oh my days, this song. And I have to say, I love how we have a revival of the 90s fashion but also I am loving how the 90s is also seeping into the music industry so you may have noticed like with Justin Bieber's new album there's a real 90s feel to his album like it's it's unreal and Frankie Wah some people might know him his surname is spelled W-A-H Frankie Wah that's his DJ name he has really revived the 90s in his house dance music and I spoke about him last year. So this new DJ is called Ewan McVicker and he's a Scottish DJ and he has a new song out called Tell Me Something Good. Guys, this is a beat. This is an anthem. Oh my days. Like it is just like it just gets you into the feel good. Like it just just makes you want to dance it just like you I don't know how you could sit and not want to dance listen to this like it is just unbelievable it's just such a beat it's such a tune like I love it and I think it's doing really well in Ireland right now I think it's gone gold in Ireland I don't know which chart that would be in I don't know if it's in the mainstream chart or maybe it's in like um the dance charts but it's called Tell Me Something Good by Ewan McVicker and he's a Scottish DJ and it's an epic song. So I'm going to leave it there. Obviously, I can't play the song because of copyright reasons, but I will attach the link into the bio for you to listen to it or else just search it on your Apple Music or Spotify and enjoy it. And I dare you not to not to want to crave to get up and dance because it will make it'll get your legs shaking. It'll get you moving. I'm telling you, it's a great one. And if anyone's in the gym, this is a tune for the gym, 100%. All right, that's it. That's my episode 29. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe. Remember, you are loved. You are worthy. You are enough. And continue to reach those goals. Continue to be ambitious. Practice that self-love. And I hope these steps have helped you a little bit on your learning journey and internalizing that learning and making sure it's stored in your long-term memory. All right, that's it. I hope you're well. Take care and we'll chat again next week.